It's time for a new evolution in raising golfers, one that doesn't involve headaches, tears, or heading down the path of unknown. Whether you're trying to introduce children to the game of golf, help them play competitively, or play at a collegiate level, you're in the right place. This show is for any parent, player, or coach who wants to build a better team at home and on the golf course. This is the Raising Golfers Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raising Golfers Podcast. I am your host, Travis Hauser, PJ Professional here in Carlsbad, California. And today's topic is going to be just me talking here on the mic. And it's a topic that I truly believe in. And the title here is Positive is Powerful. And I've talked a bit about this on the podcast in the past about how my students generally refer to me as being an extremely positive coach. And they kind of laugh about some of the scenarios that I'll turn a what they see as extreme negative into a positive. And I think it's I think it's necessary. I think it's needed. I think it's, you know, with the game of golf being so difficult, you know, we really got to focus more on the positive than the negatives. So, you know, just yesterday we had our first nine hole challenge of the 2022 winter semester. And I always talk to the students about staying positive. Even after the rounds, I ask them, hey, what did you do well today? And, you know, I think it's key because we we dwell on the outcomes. And if we don't hit the outcome that we want, we think that everything was bad. But actually, I think we can always find something positive in every round that we have. So it, it's crucial, I think, just to continuously have those reminders. I do it every single nine hole challenge that we have with our Operation 36 program. And I think long term, I've seen the students realign their expectations and also kind of realign their thoughts. I even had one student yesterday. He shot a 38, so he didn't pass his division, but he came in and he said two things I thought were really cool. The first one was he said, I gave it my best effort. And I thought that was so cool of him to say that because that just shows like, you know, he he tried hard. And he was smiling. I mean, he, he didn't shoot the score of 36, but he knew he tried his hardest. And I think that's so cool. And he said that one thing he would like to improve on was he said he would just like to improve on trusting himself, which also shows is like he knows he can do it. But when you're out there in the moment in the pressure situation of playing in these nine hole challenges or if your child's playing in tournaments, sometimes you do kind of lose sight of the trust in yourself that actually you've already worked so hard to build up. And so I thought those are two really cool things. So, you know, my take on being positive with my own golf game has been huge as well. So if you play around a golf with me, you're going to see me laughing, smiling. Uh, I have a high level of acceptance on the shots that aren't the best. And don't get me wrong, every round I have shots that aren't perfect and that I don't like. But my acceptance level is much higher than it used to be. You know, I used to really beat myself up and be really negative about the fact that I would hit these poor shots. And I think just staying positive, it's like, you know, you could hit one bad shot and then the next one could be the best one of your life. And you, you don't even know it's right around the corner. And I think the only way to be able to come back from that is just to have a very neutral level of emotions and staying positive, I think, kind of helps balance that all out. So I have a saying I tell everybody, I say, you can make a par from anywhere. And I really believe it. I've made some pars from, from really, really strange places on the golf course. And so that's why I believe, you know, if you hit one bad shot, you know, you've got to forget about that, move on, and let's focus on the next one and make it the best one ever. I even, I was at one of the nine hole challenges at uh, the other golf course locally here that we use for our longer divisions in Operation 36, and one of the ladies, she actually missed the green off to the left, 
and it was pretty far left for her expectations and standards. And it actually rolled up just outside the bathrooms. And she was down and she was just like, oh my gosh, even I hit it so far away that it's even over by the bathrooms. And I go over there with her and I'm looking at it and I say, well, you know, you actually get a free relief from where it's at. It's on the cart path in front of the bathrooms. And you can just just drop the ball right here. You get your free relief. Why don't you just chip it up on the green and you can still make your par. And afterwards, she was laughing. She's like, you know, only Coach Travis can make a positive out of my ball almost rolling into the bathrooms way left of my target. And ironically, after we had that conversation in that moment, she chipped the ball up onto the green. I think she two putted and she might have made a five on that hole. But my guess is if if we didn't have that conversation, her next shot could have been even worse because she was just so down on herself in that moment. But that conversation, I think, really helped her stay positive and flip the situation into a positive. And then lastly, just from some of my own personal experience, I think there's so many good life lessons that we can learn from just staying positive and how powerful that is. And I really, really, really try to incorporate this not only just with my own golf, my coaching, but also my personal life. So, you know, there's that saying that says you are what you eat. And I would say you are what you think. And so if you think more positively, I think you'll be a lot more successful and a lot happier in the game of golf and in life. And now let's hear a message from our show sponsor. Hey guys, this last spring I teamed up with Operation 36 here at our facility in Carlsbad, California, and it has completely changed my way of coaching and service to my customers. Operation 36 is a developmental golf program designed to take beginners from playing their first round to being able to shoot par or better for nine holes. So here's how it works. Participants attend weekly one-hour classes and work through a six-level curriculum. They then play in nine-hole events once or twice a month with a common goal to shoot 36 or better from different distances. And using the Operation 36 app, coaches can plan programs, communicate with families, and track students' progress. It's really, really cool. If you're a parent listening, search for a program near you on their website at operation36.golf forward slash juniors. And coaches, if you'd like to start a program at your facility, go to the same website, operation36.golf forward slash coaches. Now, there was a book that was written. I'm going to reference a couple of things, and then I'm going to tie it into golf. But the book was called The Power of Positive Thinking, and it was published in 1952 from a guy named Norman Peel. So he had a couple of bullet points that he would use for if you had to sum up how to stay positive in life and how that would help you succeed these are the things that you could do. So I chose just a few of them that I thought we could relate to golf. So the first one would be picture yourself succeeding. So, you know, you could break this down in multiple ways, but one of them might just be visualizing the shot that you want to hit. So if you're seeing a shot that you want to hit, I would say that's visualizing a positive outcome. And I think that's going to be huge for you because if you see it, then you start to believe it, and then you can actually start to execute it. You could also visualize yourself winning if that's what you're after you know, seeing yourself as the winner. Now, there's a fine line because you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself. But I think starting to believe that you can be there and seeing what that is like and feeling what that's like, I think that can help you a lot. And then visualizing yourself just having fun being positive smiling. I've seen some of the ladies in my ladies program really kind of change in this area. And I, I think honestly, it's helped with their, their development so much more because the pressure they're putting on themselves from being a little bit negative in the game of golf, I think actually had a negative effect on their outcome. 
And now that they're more positive, it's actually had a positive outcome on their results. So it goes a long ways. Now, the next one would be think a positive thought to drown out a negative thought. So think about what you want to do, not necessarily what you don't want to do. And, you know, we had Dr. Matt Park come on the podcast and he said, if I say don't think of a blue elephant, what are you going to think about? And my first thought was I was thinking about this bright blue elephant, right? So if we put the word don't in front of it, all of a sudden it's like don't hit it in the water, don't hit it OB, don't go right. You know, that's not what we need to be thinking about. You need to think about what you need to do. And then you can also go back. I love the movie Happy Gilmore. And uh, he was taught from his coach and said, happy, go to your happy place. And he had all of these positive thoughts and feelings in, in his head. And sure, they were, you know, very Hollywood. But at the same time, what his coach is basically saying is, you know, you got to be in the right mindset and in the, in the right state of mind to be able to execute the shots that you want to hit in this difficult game of golf. Now, the next one, this one's an interesting one because I think there's two sides of it. So the next one would be minimize obstacles. So for golf, maybe you could work on a one directional ball flight. So you take one side out of the golf course. And just so you know, I hear this a lot with students say, oh, I just want to hit it straight. Well, the best players don't hit it straight. They actually have controlled curvature on the ball. So I say, you know, if you can get to a point where 90% of the time, you know, the ball's in a curve one direction, well, you've just made the game a heck of a lot easier because you don't have to worry about, let's just say, the right side if you know how to hit a draw and you can hit it 80% of the time. Now, the other side of this one, though, is I did read a very inspirational book from Ryan Holiday. It's called The Obstacle is the Way. I'll share the link in the show notes. And it's another approach to actually kind of take obstacles head on and learn from those challenges. But the, the the mindset here was that most people actually fear obstacles and run away from them. And you know, what he's trying to preach is actually the most successful people are the ones that take obstacles head on and go that direction because it's pretty much the road less traveled. So you could also take this in some ways to your golf. Maybe it's um, playing in certain tournaments or, you know, practicing certain shots those types of things. So I'd say there's two sides of it. I'm not going to say not only just minimize obstacles, but you know, tackling obstacles as well, I think is hugely beneficial. All right, the fourth one here would be do not attempt to copy others. We've talked about this before. Comparisons are a killer. And whether it's you you as a junior golfer comparing yourself to somebody else, or if your parents start comparing comparing your swing to somebody else's swing and the quality of their play, it, it, it's just a killer because as time tells, you know, the number one player doesn't stay necessarily the number one player forever. And I don't think there's any reason to compare children and junior golfers for anything. And the last one here would be develop a strong self-respect. So believe in yourself, respect yourself for the hard work and effort that you've put in. You know, it's really easy to dwell on the negatives, especially in golf, but you have to flip that and think of the positive. This last week, our phrase of the day in the Operation 36 program was, Every round may not be good, but there is something good in every round. And it was really interesting to see the children kind of think about that. And I said, okay, raise your hand if you've ever played around a round of golf that you didn't like the score. And everyone raised their hands, right? And then I said, okay, now think about those rounds. Can you think of anything that was positive that happened in those rounds? And some of them actually thought and raised their hand and said yes. And then some of them said no, it was just all terrible, right? And I think that would just be something that we need to continuously work on, especially with children. Their expectations are so high. But, you know, educating these areas and actually helping them realize and understand what those positives are, I think will be huge. You know, and I've seen it with the Operation 36 program. 
I had students just yesterday shoot their best score they've ever shot. One of them was a 38. Well, that's not a passing score for Operation 36, but it was their best score they've ever shot from that division. And they weren't happy. They weren't satisfied. And so I, you know, I, after I said, hey, can we have a chat? Let's talk about this. And, you know, I was talking to them. I said, look, you know, you got to take the positive away from this. You know, you just shot your best round of golf. You have got to give yourself a pat on the back and you've got to think about how important that really is. Your best round of golf, you should be happy. You should be thrilled. You should be through the roof. So it's a bit of a difficult one with the goals, especially with Operation 36 that we ha- they, you know, they're trying to shoot this score of 36. It does add a little bit of pressure, I'll be honest. But, you know, again, educating them, talking to them about these types of things and working with them to understand those positives, I think will really, really, really go a long way. Now, the last thing connected with the power of positive thinking from Norman Peel would be there was actually a cartoon. I'm going to try to share it here with the podcast. And the cartoons, it's a really funny cartoon to look at. And basically what it is, is it's two guys kind of whispering to each other. And they said, he obviously hasn't read the power of positive thinking. And it's a golfer in scuba gear trying to hit a shot over the edge of the ocean to the green. And so basically what it's saying is this guy is already predicting that he's going to hit in the water. So he's already got these negative thoughts. And I just thought it was so funny and so cool. So I'm going to try my best to share that here with the podcast. It's a really good one as well. Now, the last few things we're going to talk about, these things are taken from the Positive Coaching Alliance, which is something that I have talked about and shared in the past. Uh, It was also brought up from other guests on the podcast as well. I'll share a link to their homepage. And I'm just going to reference a couple of things that they talked about. And they said, you know, why is positive so powerful? So a positive approach gets the most from youth and high school athletes, which is what coaches, parents, and the athletes themselves want. Staying positive always helps youth get the most out of sports. Encouraging athletes with positive reinforcement helps them hear and heed the necessary corrections. With that, winning combination of truthful, specific praise and constructive criticism, athletic performance improves, and so do the chances that kids stick with sports longer and learn all the valuable life lessons inherently available through organized competition. Academic research and real-world scoreboard results from millions of coaches, parents, and athletes that Positive Coaching Alliance has trained and educated prove what the pro and college coaches on PCA's National Advisory Board already know. I'm going to finish with this, and what they say is positive is powerful. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode today. I hope that this kind of helps you reflect on staying positive in the game of golf, help your junior golfers stay positive through this process. Look forward to hearing your feedback and having you here on the podcast next week. Thanks so much.